Hey there traders, looking to take the guesswork out of trading and only 10 minutes a day? Then you need to head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com right now, where you can get our five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading in only 10 minutes per day. And the only place to get that is at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Hey there traders, welcome back to another episode of live trading and backtesting with me, Christopher Ewell. Um, just to give you a little background on me, I'm I'm super excited. This is exactly what I love to do. Trading, backtesting, talking with people just like yourself. So be sure to stay until the latter half of the episode. We are going to be taking uh, viewer requests, backtesting them straight here on the screen, giving you all that information that you need to make those informed trades while you're getting into those uh those new trades out there. So we'll roll the intro and get started here. This is the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast brought to you by 10MinuteStockTrader.com, where we cover finance, stocks, options, entrepreneurship, education, and money. And here's your host, voted one of the top 100 people in finance, Christopher Ewell. Hey there, traders. Welcome back to today's How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. Today, we have a special lesson for you. I'm putting it here on the podcast because I really believe that this is going to provide you massive, massive value. And that's what I'm trying to do here. And hey, listen, if this podcast was useful to you at all, I really highly suggest that you go check out the full trading course at AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com. Markets are people. People are predictable. Outlier can show you how to track market fear and greed with artificial intelligence on over 1,300 of the largest market cap names. Visit outlier.com to learn more. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. They have a free pilot program for the rest of 2021 that you can get access to right now at O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. That's O-V-T-L-Y-R.com. Hey, make sure you subscribe and hit the bell so you'll be notified every time we give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter every single week. All right, traders, welcome back. Uh, like I said, my name is Christopher Ewell. I'm the founder and head trader at 10MinuteStockTrader.com, host of the top 10 iTunes Investings podcast called the How to Trade Stocks and Options podcast. And uh, I'm also one of the top 100 people in finance awarded that two years in a row. Uh, I'm on TV a few times a week talking about the markets, and I'm thrilled to be here on Benzinga today. Uh, just to give you just a tiny bit of background, um, the way that I trade is very systematic and very data-driven. Um, the way that I came up with 10MinuteStockTrader.com was I had to learn how to trade under my desk with an iPad that I would bring to work every day, and I had a data plan, and maybe you are going through a similar situation like that. But what was key to it was finding you know, strategies and tactics and what I like to say, tools, tips, and tricks. That way I could trade faster and trade smarter. And by building these systems, it's it's allowed me to manage a portfolio in about 10 minutes a day um, rather than spending hours a day in front of a chart. And I, I'm pretty sure that that sounds good to you. So if it does, please smash the like button as we get started here. We're gonna be going into um, several different segments. The first segment is gonna be portfolio review. So I'm gonna show you what's actually in my portfolio. Uh, next will be the um, new trade setups that I didn't get a chance to put on, but I really like out there. And then our final section will be the audience requests. So be sure as we're going along, put your requests in the chat. If I miss it, 
put it there again, maybe four or five or six times. That way it's to bring it to my attention because I really want to be sure to go through all of your picks, back test them and give you my opinion on what's going on out there. So let's go straight into uh, SPY, S&P 500. Uh, I'm pulling up the chart here. Perfect. Okay. Taking a look at SPY. Uh, today, we had a pretty flat day. Over the last few days, it's been trending higher, slightly sideways, but we're at all-time highs. And this is so bullish. I mean, you look at any trading textbook out there that's a trend-following system like what I use, all-time highs are bullish. Don't, don't think that the, uh, the only way things work is to look for the reversals, right? If a trend is going from four to 100, you can get on anywhere in between. You just got to know when you're going to get off whenever it starts to turn around. So I like SPY right now. Whenever the market's going up, obviously a rising tide lifts all ships. And that's what I really like. So we're going to be looking first at uh, the four trades. I only have four in my portfolio right now, and I'm, I'm all the way in these guys. So we're going to cover them right now. All right, cool. If you're finding this useful, be sure to smash that like button. I'd really appreciate it there. Um, actually, let's go to the comments real quick. Brandon, thanks for coming in. Mr. Uh, Ratterastaburger, I'm not sure, uh, but thanks for coming on. Yogi, hey, thanks. Nice to see you too, Yogi Bull. And DK, hey, thank you. I'm, I'm thrilled to be here too. Let me tell you, I really appreciate that. The support means a lot from the Benzinga community. Um, I mean, this is... This is what I do, so I'm so excited. All right, so first off, let's go to the first trade that I have on right now, and that's in Citibank. Like I say, I only have four guys going on, uh, but they they literally have 100% of my capital. Um, I got into Citibank back here on August 6th. As you can see, it's uh, it's on a little bit of a rocket ship right now. But what I like to do is I like to add to my positions. And that's that's what a good trend follower does, is if you find a trend and it's working, you've got to continue to add to it. But what I have found is if you add to it too late, it can work against you. Um, I've definitely learned that the, the expensive way. So what I have on my chart here are several moving average lines. Um, I believe Mitch down, uh, Mitch Money Mitch, the producer from Benzinga, he is gonna be rolling uh, a banner showing you what they all are. But I did want to mention a couple things here. Uh, this top green line, that is called the Keltner channel. And that's two, two average true ranges above the 20-day exponential moving average. Why do we have that? Well, what's one question that a trader always has? Is it, am I buying a stock that's overbought? Am I buying a stock that's too far? I don't really look at the RSI because the RSI can be a little deceiving, right? You, in fact, let's pull up RSI. We'll talk about that. Pop this up on the screen here. All right, RSI, it's trending up. It's closing in on that 70 level where people would figure that it is overbought. But really to me, that just shows it's in a strong trend. You can see, in fact, let's go to AMD. We'll come back to uh, Citibank in a minute. You can go to AMD and this, like I did trade this last week, it did really well. Um, I got in at 95 and out at 110. Um, but yeah, it 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 crested over the 70 RSI before I even got in. And then it continued to go and go and go. And then only after it had made this huge run did it come back down. So that doesn't mean that it's an overbought indicator. That just means the strength of the trend is, is hella strong if you want to think of it that way. So that's not a uh, 
make or break move for me on the RSI. I use the Keltner channel, the two average true ranges, which is this green line here. Okay, now we're on AMD here, so we'll talk about it for a second. I only got one position AMD. I only got my smallest lot. I add lots as it goes up. I only got my sm smallest lot because at the end of this first day, it had already cleared the second ATR channel here. Now this is busy. So let's go back to Citibank. A lot less busy. So I got my first lot in here. The different lines there are when I would add. I did not add today. The reason being is it is over that second average true range. And that's what I was saying is that you can use that as your line in the sand to say, hey, this may be too far for me. This may be the point where I'm buying it beyond where it should um, potentially come back. But you know, when you buy it beforehand and watch it go up, you can hold that, you can hold that guy forever. So anyway, uh, got in Citibank August 6th at 71.22. We're up to around $73 right now. It's doing really well. The whole financial sector is strong as could be. Uh, if you also are in Citibank, or if you like Citibank, smash the like button. My plan here going forward is if it does have a consolidation day or two, I will totally add more once it comes back down below this second ATR channel here, and uh, then hopefully ready for another rocket ship back up. Um, all right. Looking at the chat here. Um, we will check mRNA in a little bit. If I don't get to it, please throw that in the chat in a little bit because I promise you I want to get to it. Um, hey, appreciate it. Columbia SC Real Estate. Just found this guy. He's got the goods. I hope so. That's my thing, man. All right. Um, now let's go to JPM. JP Morgan. All right, JP Morgan, same thing. Um, I, like I said, I'm only in four of these stocks. Uh, this is the second one I'm in. And JP Morgan, I got in on the sixth. The financial sector, like I said, is doing really, really well. Uh, as you can see, yesterday didn't do a whole lot. Today, it uh, it had a little, little bump, 1.25%. Now you're probably asking yourself, what in the world does this blue cloud mean? That is my back-tested trend line expectation. What does that even mean, Chris? Well, you can actually run historical data and see what's going on out there. And I don't even put on a trade unless, well, several things, but a couple things have to occur. Number one is it has to show a positive expectancy, which you can see anytime by uh, doing your back testing. And number two, that positive expectancy has to outperform where I would add more trades. So this is one average true range between the point I got in and the point I would add. And as you can see, the back-tested results show that it would go much higher than my first or second or third or fourth or fifth um, buying of lots here. So I call them units. So if I say units, that's what I'm thinking of. So I have my first unit on. If it continues up, like it looks like it's gonna do, I will continue to add more units. Uh, next, Schwab, third trade in the financial sector. This one like really rocket shipped on me and I was not ready for that, uh, but in a good way. So yeah, Schwab got in at 70.44. As you can see, the back tested trend line uh, continues to go out. What you'll see here is that this line and this line, I did add a second one today, uh, earlier on in the day. Um, but yeah, at this point, I wouldn't, I wouldn't add it again. I'd have to come back down and then kind of like, you know, U shape back down and go back up. But yeah, this line was around here earlier. That was my second unit that I added, but I got it in 
at this point. So I don't have a whole lot more before I'll be adding my third unit in. So last one, Walmart. Oh boy, I was on TV talking about Walmart a couple of weeks ago. And um, that was the day I got in on August 3rd. Got in again, August 5th. Uh, these are my two entry points. And yeah, it has just whoosh. So yeah, using these back-tested trend lines, these back-tested results here give you so much more confidence in the trade that you're putting on and being able to see, oh yeah, this is expected to go up. Because you would be surprised how many times I run these back tests with a negative result. And a negative result means that you're probably going to lose money if you put on the trade. <laughs> yeah, I don't do that. That's uh, that's the end of where I go. All right. So that is everything in my portfolio right now. Like I said, it's not much, but I am 100% in right now because these are working for me. And when they work for you, you got to just run those as long as they can. So next is the new trade setups that I've seen out there. All right, so we are going to be looking at new trade setups. So there's there's two tools that I use exclusively. Number one is TrendSpider, which you see here where I do all my back testing and my charts. Uh, the other tool that I use exclusively is called FinClub.ai. Uh, this is where I get a lot of information from. And um, you know, today, because I was fully invested in, I wasn't able to take any of these trades, but I did take a look at them for you and I thought it would be worth our time to go through some of these today. So the first one on here, um, we're going to cover is ASIX. And uh, do me a favor real quick. If you haven't already smashed like, what are you waiting for? Do it. I appreciate it. Uh, ASIX. Let's go to that. ASIX. Cool. Yeah, you can see this one's done really, really well. Now, what's cool about FinClub uh, is they tell you the max buy price and then the target price. So while I like to trend follow and watch something go up and then find its top and then come back down, FinClub likes you to jump in on that, that run up, grab it, grab it, grab it, right? Get those small gains while they're there and uh, kind of stack those gains, right? So ASIX, the max buy price was 36.43 with a target of 36.61. So the ROI there is 1%. I know you're thinking, Chris, why would I want 1%? Dude, if you can get 1% all day, every day, and you compound that, you make bank, big time bank. Let's go to ASIX. It opened today. What's today? It says opened at 3621. So yeah, I have it on the chart here, 3624. But 3621, the target there, 3663. As you can see, it blew it out. Big time blew it out. So here is the way I would trade this going forward. You got to trend follow it because you don't know when it's going to come back down. All right. So we already know that it hit its target. It's it's rocket shipping, as I like to describe. That's that's my uh, very scientific term, rocket shipping. Let's do a back test on this. So super simple, just above or below the 10-day exponential moving average, which is this blue line right here. Hit test. 96% cumulative return over the last 1,000 candles. Now, doesn't that sound like a pretty sweet trade? And what's really cool about this, you can hit C on chart and it will plot it out on the chart for you. So you can see the historical data and you can see the forward-looking artificial intelligence data plotted right there on the chart for you. So yeah, this one looks like it's got a lot of legs that it could run if you wanted to trade this. And of course, you know, it's always an if, no one ever knows what's gonna happen. But if you wanted to trade this, uh, I would definitely 
watch that 10 day exponential moving average. If it continues to go up, like it shows, it might go up to 43, 44, let it run. But once it comes back down below this uh, blue line, 10 day exponential moving average, be sure to cut your, cut your trade and get on with your life. Take those profits while you can. If you like ASIX or if you like backtesting like I do, smash the like button. Hey, we got several new comments coming in here. Red Moon Legacy, thank you so much. Antonio, yeah, I know. That's what I said. I ran this today and I'm like, dang, I wish I wasn't all the way in. I could, I could uh, use a little capital on this one. Rasta, like, 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 smash the like. I appreciate you, sir. Susan L, zingers. Why so selfish with the likes? I don't get it. I don't know. Come on, people. Smash the like. Yogi Bull, I appreciate you. Uh, Rasta, here, we'll look at these two in a little bit. I know Clove has been a big one on um, Reddit lately. I don't know why, but we'll take a look at it. Uh, and then Antonio, new. Yeah, that's a that's one that's pretty popular too. Okay, let's move on to our next pick, ACLS. Take a look at it here on FinClub. This one's a little different. This one has a much higher target, 7.81% on its target. Max buy price, 47.68 with a target of 47.91. Let's take a look at that. So max buy price, meaning um, you can get in, but don't get in after that point. That's what I'm trying to say. ACLS, okay, so I marked this earlier. This was the open price, and this is where people get a little bit frustrated, right? It comes in, it's looking strong, and then, oh, dang, a sideways day, uh, a basically nothing day. Now, here's the key here, right? It says four to eight days to get the 7.81%. So it does have a few days to work in this process to get up to this $48 level. Let's do a strategy back test on here. 10 day, just the 10 day. That's all we're looking at above and below this blue line here, a 105 cumulative percent return. Now, you're probably thinking to yourself, Chris, what is this other number here versus 114 asset performance? The way that it looks here, right? You can't control what the stock will do, but you can control your entry and exits. So by running these back tests, you can control when you get in and you can control when you get out. This was a random point in time that we happened to buy the stock in order to run this back test. And as you can see, both of those do really well. So let's plot it on the chart here, our forward looking estimate here, bam. That looks like it's gonna clear 48 and some. What does that get up to? Nearly 60, a little above 60. Now, of course, anything can happen. This blue line, that's the average. And then this blue cloud, the bottom and top, that's the 25th and 75th percentile. So there's a, you know, basically anything above the bottom level of this blue cloud, there's a really good chance that that's going to happen. Anything can, right? Disclaimer on that. But that does show on the back tester results how it would do. And it's already outperforming the back tester results. So, I mean, we're talking, you can even see on the chart here, September 23rd might be looking at uh, a $60 level. Uh, but you know that, that only works if everything goes right. So yeah, ACLS, the first time I did this was a uh, ALCS, which um, is anything, and if you're a baseball fan, you'll know what ALCS is. Uh, that was the uh, American League Championship Series. So I'm from Texas, and uh, I went to the two World Series that the Texas Rangers were in, and of course they both lost, so that's too bad, but still awesome to go to. CRC. So this one, like I said, has that small gain there of 0.99%, but it can always do great if you can knock in those, those results every day. CRC. 
already backed us to this one. I must have been looking at it earlier. Yeah, the open of the price was uh, $29.95. The target right there, $30.86. And this one definitely looks like it's got some legs to it. It might even, the back test show, it could reach as high as 40 over the next couple of weeks. So that's one I would definitely keep an eye on, CRC. It's a good price stock too. You could probably do well on that. Uh, hey, if you like any of these, smash the like button. You know me. I'm going to go through um, these these uh, comments real quick. Uh, Trill, AMTX, we'll take a look at that in a minute. Anthony, you can't smash it more than once. Daggum, Anthony. You have found our weak leak here. Uh, Gerhard, Novavax. All right, we'll take a look at there. Andres, what's up, dude? Let's see here. I am not going to try to say that. Soyganevsh. Uh, what's the name of the platform you recommend? So like I said, I have two. One of them is finclub.ai. That's where I'm getting this uh, artificial intelligence data from. The other one that I use here is TrendSpider, where I'm doing all of my back testing and charts. Highly, highly recommend both. Um, do I ever sell at a loss? Of course I sell at a loss. What goes into that decision? Susan, let me think of one that I had a loser on recently. Um, let me go through these. Uh, geez, I don't remember. It's been a couple of weeks since I've really rotated my port. Oh, no, 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 I took it back. Uh, Peg. Peg. This one. Yeah, that one didn't do so well, <laughs> as you can see. I got in here on the 4th. It went up and it went back down. And I back tested this one on the five-day exponential moving average, which is our gray line right here. And the first day it closed below there, this dude was out. And that was on the... Ninth, so yeah, I didn't lose a whole lot. In fact, let me draw a red line where I got out. I got out here at the close. The close on that day was 6383. 6380. We'll just go with that. Properties change it to red. So yeah, that's where I got in. That's where I got out. And the reason being is because it closed below the five day moving average, and I was done. And you know, that I, I don't look at it so much as a losing trade, I look at it as in the trend was going up. The trend has reversed. I'm out. No big deal. So yeah, that's just how I, how I think about it. Um, all right, Christopher, nice name, bro. DG DBGI. We'll take a look at that. Uh, yes, we got several more people adding to their uh, wealth squad in here. Thank you. Getting more uh, suggestions. In fact, I'm running out of time. Let's move on to the audience suggestions at this point. Audience requests. All right, here we are. Audience requests. Light it up if you don't already. And uh, be sure to smash the like. If you hear yours called, if you didn't smash the like, you're going to owe me. I, I don't know what to tell you. You're going to owe me. All right, let's start uh, as early as I can remember. Sauce. Brandon, I'm not sure if that's what you meant, but we'll, we'll take a look at it real quick. Okay, that is a real stock. <laughs> Just joking. Uh, so right now, it's below its 200-day moving average, which is this dark green line. I wouldn't even touch it. Reason being, and I don't know if you're in this or not, but the 200-day, that's your, basically your easiest way to determine the line in the sand of is it a bull market or is it a bear market? I wouldn't touch it until it is into bull market territory, which is above the 200-day. So it can, may not be that long. It's, it's about 50 cents off. So maybe in the very near future, Brandon, we'll see that. 
Uh, gonna scroll down. BAC. I will tell you something for sure. I'm loving financial stocks right now, but BAC was my biggest loser of the year. Big time. Because I totally mistimed this guy. Um, but yeah, right now, rocket ship. Like I was talking about earlier, let's do a strategy tester on him. 10-day exponential moving average. Oh, would you look at that? 103% cumulative returns on BAC. Let's take a look at what that looks like. Yeah, we could see 45, 46 maybe. Not to say that we will, but it's possible. Now, this falls into that category of it may be a little bit too extended for me because it is above this 2 ATR. Remember, that's an average true range, which is basically the, the uh, amount of movement it has over the last 14 days in addition to the 20-day. Okay, so the 20 days down here at 39.25, one true range, two true ranges, gets you right here around 41.22. This is a great trade. I love this trade. I'm not in BAC because I'm in my other financials, but ooh, that's a good one. Yogi Bull, nice work. I love ATR, Antonio. I know what you mean, man. Um, all right. You seem to like bank and financials right now. Yeah. Why not invest in 3X leveraged ETF? Why not buy options? The way that I'm playing these, very honestly, is I'm buying deep in the money call options that have very small extrinsic value, which means I'm not paying for a lot of the uh, time value to go along with these, but I am looking to take 70, 80, 90 deltas on these. And that, I mean, honestly, the ones that I was, I was just doing a, uh, doing the math on today, I'm leveraged up by about a factor of like 10 to 14 by buying the deep in the money call options. So Columbia, I would absolutely check those out uh, deep in the money call options versus, I mean, I don't even try and out of the money call option. That's just wasting time. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for you and you lose everything. But if you do a deep in the money call option and you do just a teensy bit of extrinsic value, I like to keep it less than 20% of extrinsic value. Meaning if it's a $10 option, less than $2 in extrinsic. I'm getting real deep in theory right here, folks, but I know I'm talking fast too. So pay attention, take notes on this. This is good stuff less than 20% of the options value and extrinsic value. That way you're not overpaying for that time value that's out in the future, okay? I mean, don't buy the out of the call, out of the money calls. They are cheaper, of course, and they're cheaper because they're not as valuable. You go the deep in the money calls and then let that work for you at 78, 70, 80, 90% or 70, 80 or 90 deltas. And you're paying a fraction of what it would cost to buy the stock outright. So yeah, Columbia Real Estate, uh, not financial advice, but uh, worth talking about. Mara. I have a friend. His name is Michael Moth. His company is called Mara Wealth. And I've always wondered why everyone talks about Mara. It's a marathon digital holdings. And this one looks awesome. Still got five minutes to go. So I'm doing good. All right. So let's do a back test on this. Uh, it's coming into earnings. So be careful of that. Um, with that being said, I love a good trade into earnings. Strategy tester. 10-day exponential moving average. What? 4,000%? What? Took my breath away there. What happened? Why is this 4,000%? Okay. <laughs> there comes a point in every young man's career when he's backtesting and he says, something ain't right. I'm not saying something's not right with this. What I am saying is that something clearly changed. Uh, from when it was trading at 261. Now it's at 35. I don't know if it was a reverse split. I don't know what happened, 
but yeah, I mean, back tested wise, this is like, hang on, test. Let's see it on the chart. It's going to look like a vertical line. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would trust that number going forward. Uh, but yeah, it, I mean, if you're running off back tested numbers, Mara is strong. Okay. Let's go to the next one here. DLPN. But Marty, I appreciate you doing these. Are these like meme stocks or something? Is that why they're, they have these spikes? Oh, yikes. All right. So here's our first negative of the day. Over and below the 10-day exponential moving average, that is uh, the blue line on this chart here, which is kind of hard to see right now because they're all stacked together, has a negative 68% yield on this. Uh, I would not. I'm, I'm telling you right now. Going, my process going through stocks, if I hit that and I saw even negative 0.01, it's off my list. Take that as you want. Yeah, I would skip DLPN unless you're already in it. Um, and then maybe looking to just trend follow it. All right, let's look. Um, oh, Clove. Yes, Rasta. Uh, CLOV. Be sure to smash like if you haven't already. Oh, it's got earnings. I wouldn't even look at it. Well, I'll look at it for you. 27% on the back testing. And this one's weird. This was a meme stock. I know that. I mean, it does have some positive return uh, if you look at it going forward. Uh, but that may have been skewed so much by what happened in, in June. Uh, with that said, I don't trade earnings. But if you are and this is one that you like, uh, it's it's okay. It's below its 200-day moving average. So honestly, it's it's a tough call for me. This is one I would probably, personally, I would avoid, unless you're already in it. So thank you for that. I appreciate you very much. Uh, Trill, let's look at AMTX. Smash like if you like AMTX. Oh, it's right below its 200. Let's see if it can cross its 200, 1039 first. Um, where are we at right now? Yeah, it's above everything. Hang on, test. Running out of time here, folks. 1091. Jeez Louise. See on chart. Yeah. This one also had a thousand percent return on the back test. So there was clearly something going on at some point. Yeah. Where it exploded higher. And you can't rely on that, right? When you see the data and it comes out like that, you know something fundamentally has changed. Uh, whereas you run something like uh, JP Morgan or Citibank or all these stocks we were talking about earlier. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're the same, same company they were a year ago versus today. All right, uh, I'm going to quickly go through these comments and then I will uh, crypto related. Man, I got to tell you, I don't know much about crypto. Um, I got to tell you, I am uh, exploring some Ethereum stuff. I don't know. Uh, knock. That's going to be my last one of the day. In okay. In okay. Is it okay? It's not okay. Not okay. That's what knock stands for. Remove all annotations. It's not okay. It's not okay because it is below everything. When you're trend following, you got to see it going up. If it's not going up, it's going down. And when it's going down, I don't buy it. Uh, and that's what Knock is doing right now. Down at $6. I mean, really, it's been on an uptrend. If you're following the 10-day, today is the day to get out. But really, I think uh, I think this one may have had its, its run for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, once you see it curl back around, you'll be good to go. Oh, geez. I am looking at the time of 30 minutes. I got I to gotta cover my last segment real quick. And then we're going to be out of here. So thank you for the audience request. Now we're going to go to our final thoughts. Well, this has been fun today. Let me tell you, I love being able to do this. 
And I love it when you smash the like button. So do that for me. But we are going to be talking about Larry Height, legendary trader, a genuine market wizard, the first hedge fund manager to manage a billion dollars, and soon to be a guest on my podcast, which is going to re-air on Benzinga. So I am I am like way thrilled for that. Uh, when when Larry's team e emailed back my team, I literally jumped up and down because I was so excited because I'm a student of the history of markets. And this guy is a big deal. He says this, right? You have two basic rules about winning in trading as well as in life. One, if you don't bet, you can't win. Number two, if you lose all your chips, you can't bet. So what is he trying to tell us here? One, you got to play. You got to play to win, right? It's like the uh, the old proverb where, where uh, a person's neighbor wins the lottery and uh, this man goes out and he's, he's praying to God. He's like, God, why don't you ever let me win the lottery? It's just not fair. And God looks down at him and he says, you have to buy a ticket to win. It's kind of what he's saying here. You're never going to get rich trading unless you trade, period. But with that being said, if you lose all your chips, you can't trade. You can't bet. So what does that mean to you? You have to, have to have money management, which some would consider position sizing as your top priority beyond everything. If you over trade, you will have the compounding returns working against you. But if you appropriately size your trades and let that work, it'll go your way. And hopefully, you know, you've seen how we do it. We use artificial intelligence. We use backtesting data. We use the resources that our grandparents would have never had, our parents would have never had. Traders 10 years ago would have died for this information. You've got it now. Boom, just like that. Uh, that's over at finclub.ai and at TrendSpider. And you see exactly how I use it. So yeah, that's that's my final thoughts of the day. Got to position size correctly and you have to be sure to use all of the tools that you have today that you wouldn't have had in your favor. So do me a favor, smash the like button. Kevin. Tighten up your stops, dude. You're going to wish you had. Tighten up your stops. So listen, I really appreciate you guys coming in so much. Uh, this has been awesome. And, um, you know, be sure to catch me on my podcast. Uh, it's called the How to Trade Stocks and Options Podcast. It's available anywhere. Or you can just type in my name, Christopher Yule, or 10-Minute Stock Trader into the YouTubes, and it'll take you straight to me. And really, thank you so much for your time today. I am going to call that it, but be sure to come back next week where we're going to do more of this and uh, give you more tools, tips, and tricks to help you trade faster and trade smarter. I'll see you next episode. Okay, so what'd you think? That was pretty incredible, right? Now, if you like that, that's only a taste, only a sample of what you're going to find in the full AI stock trading system. And I really highly encourage you to go and check this out. Obviously, you are interested in learning and how to trade, and that's why you're listening to this podcast. Now, I'm going to take and download my entire trading system that I use day in and day out onto you. <laughs> and the only way I'm going to be able to do that is over at the AIStockTradingSystem.com. You're going to get phase one, two, and three, several bonuses. And on top of that, I'm going to walk you through over a dozen trades that I put on inside of my account, holding your hand and showing you exactly how I got in, how I got out, 
how I use the artificial intelligence data, and how this could work inside of your own trading portfolio on a daily basis. So make sure you head on over to AIStockTradingSystem.com. That's AIStockTradingSystem.com to learn more and to get started and to download my decade plus worth of trading experience into your hands so you can start using the AI Stock Trading System today, the five-step system to take the guesswork out of trading. Hey, if you like this video, let me know by leaving me a like below and then subscribe and share it with somebody you think could use it as well. Be sure to comment below with your biggest takeaway from this episode and any suggestions you have for future episodes. And finally, make sure you watch these other videos to help you trade faster and trade smarter. And I'll see you on the next episode. 10MinuteStockTrader.com content is for information and educational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, trading or investment advice or recommendation that any security, futures contract, options contract, transaction, or other financial instrument or strategy is suitable for any person. Trading securities can involve high risk and the potential for total loss of any funds invested. 10MinuteStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell, through its content, financial programming, or otherwise, does not provide investment or financial advice or make investment recommendations. Investment information provided may not be suitable for all investors and is provided without respect to the individual investors and audience's financial sophistication, financial situation, investing time horizon, or risk tolerance. TimMinutesStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not in the business of trading securities trades, nor does it direct client commodity accounts or give commodity trading advice tailored to any particular client situation or investment objectives. TimMinutesStockTrader.com and Christopher Ewell are not licensed financial advisors, registered investment advisors, or registered broker-dealers. Stocks, options, futures, futures options, and other financial instruments not included here involve risk and are not suitable for all investors. You alone are responsible for making your investment and financial trading decisions and for evaluating the merits and risks associated with the use of any financial security and broker platform. For more information, please visit TimMinutesStockTrader.com legal. And thanks for stopping by.